Hello, everybody. Isn't this great? <laughs> this is just brilliant. Thank you so much, President and Sabina, for having us all here today. I think you can see it all in our smiles. Um, so on behalf of us all invited here today, as well as the wider science community, I want to thank you for dedicating your Women's Day reception to women in science, for highlighting our sector so publicly, and to be afforded the opportunity to gather together in solidarity to celebrate, support, and explore some of the challenges we experience in our sector. I was delighted to be invited to respond to your heartfelt speech. And it reflects a lot of what Ruth's already said, but if I may, I have two points to cover, which I'd like to share with you on as well, um, around curiosity and perception. So, I grew up in a house where education was the priority and where knowledge had currency. I was lucky, I know that. We were inspired in every way possible by the first moon landing of 1969. And regardless of our gender, we were all encouraged to do well in school and to prepare ourselves for a college education. We weren't the kind of family who had soda streams, swing balls, or kerplunk, as much as we pleaded. We were a family of the Encyclopedia Britannica, literature, history books, gadgets, screwdrivers, spare batteries, fuses, wires everywhere. We were shown Life on Earth with David Attenborough and Cosmos with Carl Sagan, as well as a ton of any science fiction we could get our hands on. This was my world, with a bit of Cindy Doll and uh, Charlie's Angels thrown in for good measure, obviously. <laughs> It was a pretty delicious world for a thirsty family of learners. And again, I realised how lucky I was. I loved studying science in school. It immediately made sense to me, explaining the world by breaking it up into these beautiful, digestible packets of information. And I was lucky again to have three teachers whose passion for their subject spilled over onto my lap. Mrs Greer for chemistry, Mr Kelly for physics, and Sister Louis Murray for English and drama. And I knew what I wanted to be from the age of eight, I wanted to be an astronaut. I also wanted to perform. And I knew deep in my soul that this was it. I saw female actors and writers everywhere, so I always kept this part of me activated throughout my life. But I didn't see female astronauts knocking around Dundalk Shopping Centre growing up. Or on TV, or on the radio. And more practically, I knew of no one who was working at our European Space Agency. And despite my career guidance teacher pushing me towards a career in the bank, I applied for engineering. And of the incoming cohort of 250 first years, women just made up 10% of that cohort, 25 of us. But while our group of women were just as capable as the men in our class, upon reflection, I see now that we were treated differently. Assumptions were made and we were excluded at times. And I've never in my life before thought about gender bias, because in my 1970s childhood, that was the norm. Either it was familial or in my education or socially, I never questioned it. But looking back now, it's taken me years to unravel my own personal unconscious bias. And it's sadly true what you say about human history, President Higgins. In addition to the women you already mentioned, including Susan, who is a, um, a great hero of mine. We have so many more women of science to celebrate. Irish astronomers, for instance, Agnes Clerk, Rose O'Halloran, or Annie Maunder, so many more. And I wonder, what if there had been a female astronaut in 1986 kicking around Dundalk? I wonder what impact that would have had on the women and men of Ireland. We'll never know. I know that my appetite for space has never left me, so it's always been there. And imagine the dreams of others that could be unearthed in other young women if we could support them, again, as Ruth said, by just simply being visible. 
because everything I do now is about igniting curiosity. My shows, lecturing on the Space Studies programme, keynotes, school visits, working with postgrads and communications, family events. I've just driven up from Shannon and worked with some TY students this morning. I do this because it's an attempt to connect with those who, for one reason or another, have lost or haven't been made aware of the merits of their own curiosity. And it's something that's at the core of everything I do. And with support from Blackrock Castle Observatory as their artist in residence, and the support of the European Space Agency and other Irish organisations, including Science Foundation Ireland, who have funded me many times in creating my theatre, I can continue my work and my end goal and dream of getting to space as an Irish woman and citizen. I completely support your ideal to create an equal society. And, but I believe it starts small, as you say, one conversation at a time, to simply show up and to stand proudly in our positions, to nurture and support each other who are already among us, to collaborate and share, and to throw the ladder back down for those who are in their early careers, to mentor, inspire, and hold hands together. My second year geography book told us that we were part of the only solar system in the universe, that our sun was unique with its system of nine planets, which then became eight, poor old Pluto. Poor old Pluto. <laughs> and of course, by my second year in engineering, that had been thrown out because of advances in observations. And we realized that we are not only not the only solar system, there are thousands more systems out there. We're not so special in the overall scheme of things. We are inhabiting a we are inhabiting badly a planet which orbits a small star within the Milky Way galaxy, which is 100,000 light years in diameter. One galaxy of hundreds of other galaxies grouped together in clusters, and our cluster, the Virgo cluster, is part of a supercluster. And there are 55 superclusters, which makes up everything we currently know about our universe, the edge of which is 46.6 billion light years away from us here in Oris on Uctoron on International Women's Day. Now, that's who we are. This year marks the 50th anniversary since Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin walked on the moon. And so much has changed in Ireland in those 50 years. There's talk of us returning soon, which would be great. But I hope that a woman will be among them this time. And that one day, one of them might even be Irish. The acknowledgement you've bestowed on us today, President Ignatz and, and Sabina, it means a great deal to us all, I think. I can say that on behalf of us. And thank you for the opportunity to share a little of my experience of being a woman in science. And now I'm looking forward to chatting with the rest of the 149 of us here who probably have far more fascinating stories to tell. So it's been wonderful to celebrate and acknowledge the curiosity of Irish women in all aspects, past, present, and hopefully future, with you all. And happy International Women's Day! Thank you.